0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Starr Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is the CEO and founder of Pageants for Hope, which is a nonprofit organization to help children celebrate the challenges that they face and help them find their inner beauty and self-confidence. She's also a social media influencer with almost a quarter of a million followers on Instagram. My guest today is Jenna Sims. Do you or did you have a lot of like pageant background before your nonprofit began?
1: Yeah, actually, I did um, the first pageant I ever competed in. It was called um, America's National Teenager. And it was like my mom and I got something in the mail and it was like one of those scholarship. They call it a scholarship program because it's all about you're judged more on your actual academic efforts and your community service more so than, you know, there's no swimsuit or anything. It's it's definitely on your, your accomplishments over your looks. Mm-hmm. So I actually did that, and I didn't – it took me maybe, like, oh, my gosh, like four years. I, like – I was I had such a fun time the first time, and I wasn't ready to win by any means, like, the first time I did it. Um, and then I did it three other times, and I think I finally won – my fourth try. And it was a pretty big scholarship. So that was really exciting. And I knew like from there moving forward, like how much of a transformation it had within me. Like I was so shy. Like I barely knew how to like talk to people or walk across the stage. You know, I probably had like bad posture. I was like, so just, I mean, I still am an introvert, but I just know how to <laughs> how to turn it on nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I basically the feeling that like winning a pageant gave me I wanted to let kids facing challenges or kids who wouldn't normally compete in a pageant experience that winning feeling. So that's how I sort of, I created the pageant of hope Mm -hmm. because of what the winning feeling made me feel like. I wanted to pass that on.
0: What made you or inspired you to start a nonprofit?
1: Well, actually, when I was in the fifth grade in like 1999 and that was forever ago, um, when I was in the fifth grade, um, I actually lost um, both my grandfathers to cancer, different types of cancer. And I was super close with both of them. So I started raising money for um, Relay for Life, which goes to... Yeah, I know what that is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like, I did that so much from fifth grade, basically until I graduated high school. And so I was raising money and then I started to work because I started raising a lot of money, I started to get like a little bit of recognition because I was so young raising money for Relay for Life. And then I got invited to work with kids with cancer, like within the hospitals. Well, before COVID, I don't think you could ever do that. Yeah. In current climate. Sadly. Um, I got to interact with these kids and that's sort of when I combined the two and I was like, these are the type of kids who would really benefit the most from pageant of hope because they're, you know, it's not like a physical activity. Like, these kids can't go and play soccer and they can't do basketball and leading, All the things that I grew up doing, the pageant is, like, such a chill thing for them to be able to do. So I created the Pageant of Hope because of my love for kids with cancer and just seeing them, just putting smiles on their faces. Yeah. And then branched out, it wasn't, it started out as a pageant for kids with cancer, but then it branched out to kids with challenges. So we do special needs um it really just branches out to anyone who Mm -hmm. would benefit from it
0: yeah what's the most rewarding part about working with young kids
1: I like to see the transformation um because it's so it's so much like my journey um because I was truthfully like painfully shy like I cannot believe the way my you know my life has panned out because I Mm -hmm. work in entertainment I constantly in front of the camera especially with just Instagram like everything yeah um it's because of pageants so that is basically why I chose a pageant because I see I see whenever they come in they're like hanging on to their mom's legs or they don't even want to come in the front door and the girls that work with me through pageant of hope we're all sort of they're all excellent with kids but they just know they have the special skill of like getting them to warm up and then putting makeup on their face. And then they look in the mirror for like Mm -hmm. the very first time and they just light up. And that's basically why it's just to see them learn their self-confidence and learn the meaning of true inner beauty. And by the end of the day, they feel so beautiful and they're so confident. And I I just love that. It's literally like a a whole like caterpillar to butterfly transformation in like one day. Yeah.
0: How would you like to expand pageants for hope, like, in the future as time sort of goes on and it grows?
1: I know. I mean, we've been doing this for so long, but COVID has made it so difficult. I'm trying to plan a pageant right now in Jupiter, which is where I live. I'm in Florida. Um, We have one tentatively scheduled for early March, but I just don't know with the way COVID is going, especially with you know, interacting with kids with special needs, they're a yeah. little more vulnerable at the moment. So, and especially this, this Omicron variant, it's such a yeah it, it kind of getting more so affecting these children or any children. So I'm, I'm kind of feeling that out right now, but I had a meeting today actually with this, this woman that I'm working with here, that's going to be helping me with it. And she's like, we need to just wait right now. Cause it's a little too, it's just not a good time right now to really start promoting this. Yeah. Um, But we're going to see what happens with it. Hopefully when the weather warms up um, prior to the pandemic, we were holding maybe three or four events a year. And especially we were going overseas a lot more, like we do do Guatemala, we've been to Ukraine, we've been to Africa. Um, So I would just honestly just like to keep doing it because it really, I love crowning kids and, just to make it to where people can, like, I was on a roll for a minute where people were having pageants without me even there. Like I had a handbook that I sent out and mm-hmm. people were holding their own pageant of hope, but it's just completely halted. Like we, we tried to do a virtual event or we did one um, last March. Uh, cause we work with the Bahamas pretty much every year. We've been working with this village in Nassau called Gambier village. Um, so we, they knew what they were doing cause we've done five or six pageants there. Yeah. So we, basically sent them like a pageant in a box and they did a virtual like we all had it was all over yeah it was really really nice but it just wasn't the same because they had to do their own makeup and Mm -hmm. they were you know it it was cool it was basically like watching them play dress up (laughs) yeah but it's not the same as being there and experiencing you know and having an official crowning ceremony right
0: yeah what do you love most about social media
1: Oh, man. Well, I met my future husband on there. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, I, I honestly think it's the, 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 the connections I've been able to make. Um, I, I met Brooks on social media. I slid into his DMs. Back oh. <laughs> um, that's probably my favorite part. Um, I don't know. I'm just a creative person. So when in acting and doing commercials and modeling, that is my outlet is like being creative. And so now I have like another method to do that yeah um yeah I think it's just being able to just be creative and meet people
0: is it ever hard on yourself like when it comes to having a big following like is it ever hard on you
1: yeah yeah because sometimes you know a lot of times some of my posts are sponsored and like I'm hard on myself when they don't get as much engagement as like you know, a picture of me in Brooks, like people like, like those types of photos. And I'm, you know, I when po- I posted recently of me in like a tie dye blue dress, that was for Revolve. And I'm, I'm contracted to do five posts a month for them. And I love working for them because I love their clothes. I, I just love I love doing that. That's one of the things I like, like, that's part of my creative. Yeah. I love creating that. And it took didn't take no time at all I'm, I'm thankful that I don't like obsess over it. I took a couple pictures and I'm like something's gonna work um and then I was I posted it and I liked and I myself like the photo but then it got very very low engagement so that's frustrating um when something flops like that but it, I don't like let it ruin my day what what does bother me is the bullying you know mm-hmm. which I'm in a place in my life to be able to handle it yeah and I'm in therapy, not because of that, but as a result. Oh, I'm in to therapy work
0: too. Work I get it. it.
1: It's best. You you really learn to work on yourself, and you learn, yeah, like, like, self love is. So I think what I don't like about it is there are people who do get bullied, and it really does affect their life. And I I hate to see that negative side and how how people compare themselves to other people on social right. media. Like I see a girl with an amazing body, and I'm like, good for her. I don't see that and go, dang, I'm not good enough because I don't look like that. And I, and I know that there are people out there that they're constantly, you know, looking at whoever has in their eyes, the next best thing. And that, that breaks my heart because social media wasn't, you know, Tom, Tom with MySpace. this is before your time, but mm-hmm. MySpace wasn't like that. It was like, it was so social and so happy. And like, it's just gotten to such a negative, especially with politics and we're just trying to. Mm-hmm. Convince people and people are becoming enemies because of what people are posting on it's Facebook crazy. Instagram. Yeah, it's gotten to be a little much of a toxic environment. I, I would love to see it get back to more of like, here's a cute picture of a dog. Isn't this great? I hope it makes you smile today. Yeah. Not yeah, not like it's I, I see some crazy, crazy stuff on there now, which mm. I don't subscribe to.
0: You. Yeah. I mean, people. More
1: puppies, less politics. <laughs> oh, I
0: like that. I feel like people use it as like a shield to protect themselves for them to say whatever they want.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm thankful that I grew up. I mean, I grew up in the 90s. So I had, um, I, I lived before there was social media. Like my formative years were before Instagram, before MySpace, before Facebook, before everything. So I, I think I'm pretty good at communicating, you know, in person, but I have friends who have kids who are younger and they're like, they communicate only on Snapchat or any, yeah, they they, they only text. And so when they get in front of their friends, they don't even know how to have a conversation or like it affects their dating life because they can Mm -hmm. flirt, flirt, flirt all day long behind Snapchat. And then they get in person and they're like,
0: Like, hi. "Uh, Yeah. yeah,
1: And so, yeah, I definitely think it's a negative in terms of like one-on-one communication
0: yeah i feel like too especially with like my generation and like some of my friends and even my sister who's uh like three and a half years younger than me like they she only talks to her friends through snapchat Hmm,
1: that's crazy to me like i mean snapchat, she hangs out I
0: with really them but
1: that yeah I, yeah that's that's basically um, one of our she doesn't kids
0: that I do she doesn't her. text she doesn't Like, really? I mean, she'll call very rarely, and she'll FaceTime everyone, but, like, her main source of talking to her friends is Snapchat.
1: I don't get that. And they'll send, like, a picture of, like, the ceiling, and then they'll just put text over it. I'm like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. (laughs) How has Pageants for Hope grown because of social media?
1: Honestly, it hasn't grown that much because of social media. I don't know. I, I've never... I have a hard time growing that Instagram page. And it's actually a pageant of hope. Pageant I call like it pageant of hope. But it's tough because I, I the, the, the person who runs that page with me, we post... I think they're very happy pictures. There's all of the contestants getting crowned and their big smiles. Mm-hmm. People don't... Like, it doesn't have a ton of interaction. Honestly, it, it comes from my my personal page which i post like we're coming to raleigh we're having an event in north carolina in the fall and Mm -hmm. everyone's like oh i want to help i want to help and so i think that's been the greatest thing but i'm I'm thankful it hasn't taken off too too much because it's at a manageable level to where i'm able to do that and also have the like my work life as well
0: yeah what is your favorite social media platform
1: I'm of the Instagram age group. Oh, I am too. Yeah. I wish I could get on into the TikTok. Like my friends send me TikToks and I watch them, but I'm not active on there. And I know I probably should be, but Instagram is like my baby.
0: (laughs) Yeah, me too. Me too. That's funny you bring up TikTok because my next question is, are you pro or against TikTok?
1: In the beginning, I was against it. And I truly think that if... Quarantine didn't happen, TikTok would not have taken off. Yeah. Because I don't understand people doing the dances. Like, they're super talented people on there doing the dances, but they're all doing like the same thing. I'm like, why would you want to see the same dance just done by a different person over and over and over again? But I I think the comedy ones are really funny, and there's a lot of like relatable humor, which I like on there. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like if I really get into it, I I just don't want to feel like I have to live on my phone. Like I like to put it down, Mm -hmm. be present. Like it's just one extra thing to like stare at your phone, you know? Yeah. Like
0: Like the life hacks are cool too. Like things you never knew about about your dishwasher, about your lot your washing machine, or your like you know what I mean? Like those stuff.
1: There's some cool ones, yeah. There's some cool ones. I see them and I don't remember. I know, like, I've seen so many of those hacks and I'm like, oh, I'm going to remember that. And now I'm like, God, I can't even think of one thing because then you're on to the next video and it's a dog, you know, Mm -hmm. rolling down a hill, you know? And you're like, crap, what was the other one?
0: Have you Um, seen the laundry one, the laundry hack? It's one of the most genius things I've ever seen ever and I do it all the time. No. It's the one where, so, if you have, like, a cup that you put your laundry detergent in. And you put yeah. the cup in with your last load of laundry. It, the washing machine cleans the cup out and you take the plastic cup out and it's good as new.
1: I've been doing that since the beginning of time though. Oh, really? Yeah, oh I God. found
0: out <laughs> about I found that out about TikTok. On TikTok. Oh,
1: that's funny. I've always just put the cup I just throw the whole cup in there and just let it go cuz I don't <laughs> like having the dirty cup. <laughs> yeah. I've always washed the cup.
0: that's hilarious yeah i learned that because of tiktok i learned something about like the way your uh like thing on your car like your sun blocker thing and your car how it moves yeah i learned that on tiktok too
1: Oh my god! Now, I think I knew that one too. But I've been driving. For, I, think, I don't know. I think I learned that from my mom, like growing up, because we were be driving down the highway and she always just blocks the sun with it on the other side.
0: Yeah, how it can like move, not just like obviously you op- you can put it down because that's like the oldest trick in the book, but yeah. the way you can move it around, like to the side yeah, or the over. Side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you a fan <laughs> of scary and creepy things, or are you more of a happy and comedy based person?
1: oh my god both i think i think most men actually are not into scary and creepy things because whenever i was single i used to watch a lot more scary movies but now that i'm not it's all comedy like i feel like we just watch a ton of comedy stuff and me personally i prefer to do comedy but i love a good scary movie because it might get you in your feels you know Mm -hmm. you're like on it i don't know it's like a rush yeah what is your favorite ethnic food Thai. I mean, I love all Asian food, but Pad Thai, we went to Thailand and I had Pad Thai like every single day of the week. Like Pad Thai does not get old for me. Or like shrimp fried rice, like any kind of Asian sushi, Japanese, Vietnamese. I, I think I was like Asian in a past life because I love like all genres of Asian food.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like probably like will never eat, think of Thai food the same way you used to now that you've been to Thailand and eaten F, like real Thai food.
1: Yeah, I took a cooking class there. And they had like their own garden. They're like, you can totally make this at home. And they're like, like, where? Like, where am I going to get this stuff? From? I don't I'm live like, on a farm. Garden. Yeah, like all these like herbs that were local to the city we were in. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be making this in Jupiter, Florida. Like, no. <laughs>
0: yeah. What is your favorite
1: streaming platform? Probably Netflix. I'm mean, like basic. Yeah. Netflix. <laughs> I are you more? Well, I have all of them. Like I'm watching something on Apple Plus right now. I think the one I use the least is probably Hulu. I only wa-
0: use it for Only Murders in the Building. That's the only reason why I use Hulu. Oh uh,
1: yeah. I haven't. I don't, I'm not watching anything on Hulu. I get. We're actually in a really into Discovery Plus right now, which is like a newish. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I know so what that are, is. Like, yeah. 90 Day Fiance. There's some of the 90 Day Fiance shows that are only on Discovery Plus. So uh...
0: kind of on that rabbit hole <laughs> yeah do you have paramount plus also and disney plus too no
1: not yet no i only
0: have paramount plus because it has a lot of like you know the early 2000s nickelodeon shows on there so like drake oh, and josh yeah. and iCarly and zoe 101 and like all
1: that wow okay
0: but like besides but disney plus of course is like classic but like i only have paramount yeah. plus for like the old time nickelodeon like the iCarly and the you know things like that
1: oh yeah my, my hannah my sister would love that she used to watch all that
0: oh it's the new iCarly. i loved it i don't know if she's seen it yet but i loved it I'll ask her yeah are you more of a nike person or an adidas person
1: i am team nike all the way i'm wearing nike underneath this sweatshirt um i'm nike because that is um brooks is signed with nike so we um that's basically all we have in this house. <laughs> uh-huh. I've always been... Actually, even before that, I was always on Team Nike. I think they have really cute shoes. And now the yeah. like, Jordans are, like, such a thing right now. Like, I have, like, a really cool, like, shoe collection from them right now.
0: Yeah. I love the Blazers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I have to do
0: those. Do you enjoy shopping online for clothes or would you rather go in store?
1: Oh, my God. Online. Like... Quarantine, you know, it got us all. We're all shopping addicts now. <laughs>
0: yeah, what are some of your pet peeves?
1: Ooh, when some—I'm actually staring at it right now, and it's not me; it's him. When someone leaves like a wet towel on the bed,
0: oh,
1: that annoys me so much because I'm such a—I always hang mine up, especially like in hotel rooms, like because I don't want—if I put it on the—I always hang it up because you can use it more than once. You yeah, don't wasteful um wet towels on the bed and then windshield wipers after it's raining and they're still going that's oh yeah
0: <laughs> I can't stand the sound of windshield wipers on a dry windshield
1: yeah that and people do that all the time I'm like you can turn them off now. I know because it rains all the time here yeah
0: <laughs> what is your favorite breakfast food
1: I love breakfast I mean I'm like Krispy Kreme donuts that's like so sort of my thing <laughs>
0: yeah um, I love Krispy Kreme <laughs> I love it yeah, you have-
1: original glaze
0: oh yeah right off the the conveyor belt
1: yep just just standard normal people know that i like donuts and they're like trying to get me to try some of this fancy stuff and there's fruit loops on top or you know on top and i'm like just no no don't don't break it It ain't what is the old saying if it ain't broke don't fix it like give me the original glaze crispy cream
0: fresh off the conveyor belt
1: yes i miss (laughs) yeah, yeah i miss
0: when they would give you free donuts when the light was on
1: I know you got to pay for that now. I,
0: guess, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's so annoying, but those donuts just melt in your mouth, and they're the best. I like I like Krispy Kreme better than Dunkin'. Truthfully. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> they're way better than Dunkin'. Dunkin' is crap yeah. compared to Krispy. Too cakey, Kreme.
1: yeah. Too yeah. bread. Mm-hmm.
0: What? Which one of your five senses is the strongest?
1: Oh man, huh? Maybe. Gosh, that's tough. Probably flavor, because I'm super, like, a, yeah, pick taste, taste. Yeah. a picky eater. I, um, like, I don't like truffle. So if there's truffle in anything, I can taste it. And I'm like, this was either on or around. Yeah. Truffle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I probably taste. So I'm, I'm very, like, determined of, like, what I like and what I don't like. Mm-hmm. So if I even like, hint of something, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you more of a summer fan or a winter fan?
1: What do you think? I live in Florida. (laughs) So summer. Summer all the way. Before Florida, I lived in in L.A. in California, so I've I've kind of chased the sun. Um, I like the winter in small doses. We went to Montana in December, and we did, like, a ski trip, but I was, like, totally ready to come home by the end of it.
0: Yeah. What is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you?
1: Oh, man. Um... Gosh, I've, I mean, I, the one that comes to mind is, like, so basic because it's, like, something that Brooks and I both share in common is we, um, we both don't like ketchup. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we both don't like ketchup. Uh, gosh, that's, that's the one that comes to mind. I know there's probably some more. That's, like, the first one,
0: I guess. Yeah. Once again, I've been speaking with founder and CEO of Pageants for Hope, jenna sims i will see you all in my next episode where i'm chatting with jerry ann perez from the national tour and broadway productions of waitress